The tramp can't talk. The minute he talks, he's dead. That's right. We watched Chaplin this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. Ooh, how have you not seen that? 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 Welcome to the Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin. And as always, the genius of physical comedy and perfectionism, whose life is troubled by loss, partially because he likes to marry teenagers, Bryce Perkins. I was literally about to be like, oh, finally one that actually works. And then you said the Mary's Teenagers part. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there it uh, is. Th that was the whole point that's of the not joke. That's going to fly here. What's the matter with you? I don't know why I tell you anything. Shut up, Yana. Let me talk. Right. I don't want to talk to <laughs> that's you anymore. Enough. <laughs> that's enough. You get the full Gandolfini treatment for that. Uh, no. Um, all right. So, um, Bryce. What's up? How you been, man? I've been doing good, dude. Well, uh, I'm glad you've been doing good. You know why I've been doing good? Um, let me take a guess. I mean, you're never going to get it, but go for it if you want, I guess. Kind Have you been doing good because in the sixth inning, Jordan Alvarez sent one to the moon? <laughs> yeah, that's it, actually. Yeah. yeah. The Astros, once again... Rightfully on top of the podium as the World Series World champions. World Series champs, baby. And uh, this is something I didn't say last week, but I need to. It needs to be said this week. Uh, th there's a reason Goku reps Astros colors. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. And that's all yeah. I'm going to say. It's a reason Goku reps Astros colors. Okay, think about it. Think about it. That's it's been thought about. That's all I'm saying. Been thought about. It's in. It's in. The... He's the true hero. He reps the true hero team's colors. I'll, that's all I'm yeah. saying, dude. And we fucking lifted our arms up and gave Jordan Alvarez all of his fucking energy so he could blast that fucking spirit bomb out the fucking yeah. planet. There was, uh, there was a shot of him. After, it was in the uh, eighth when he, he struck out and like he was walking off the plate. And it was like a real close shot of him walking off in his face. You know, I was like, he was like real angry when he like strikes out. Yeah. And he was doing the anger face. And then like, I don't think he knew the camera was on him or anything, but he just kind of like smirks a little. <laughs> he was like. <laughs> We just won. Yeah. Like it's, it doesn't yeah. matter. I got out. Like, we just won. Exactly. They're not doing it. Exactly. Yeah. It, um, yeah. What a series. Yeah. You know, um, you know, hey, to the Phils, you did your best. Uh, you had an amazing, they were, an amazing run. Yeah. They, they were a much, uh, they, they, they wanted it. They tried they once again hard. to be a team of destiny out of the NL East, which has, uh, you know, irked and uh ruined the dreams of astros fans and players alike for the past two times they were in the world series <laughs> yeah. first with the washington nationals can you believe juan soto's only 21 shut up joe buck <laughs> yeah then Fucking... of course last year famously with the atlanta braves that was very just annoying all around yeah but we didn't have verlander we didn't have mccullers yeah. are you kidding me 
So that series almost doesn't count for them anyway. And uh, and then this year, they they really tried their best. You know, they really tried. You know, Kyle Schwarber was so good at complaining to the umps every fucking pitch that was thrown his way. He complained so well. Every time, yeah. Uh, Bryce Harper was so good at being a little bitch, trying to throw Framber off, stepping out of the box right when Framber's trying to wind up, and then getting struck out the very next pitch when he tries to do that. To him. they were they were really they were competitors. They were competitors, but the Astros were betters. They were better. You see what I did there? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Phillies fans, you know, you you fucked with with uh, Mattress Mac, and that's what you get. Yeah. That's what you get. I mean, that was the turnaround. You fuck around and you find out. That's how it works, right? Yeah. I believe this is what the kids are saying. So I no, believe, no cap. It it's lit, fam. You get you fucked around and you found out. And you you also said after Yankees fans stood outside the stadium and chanted, we want Houston and got swept. You also stood outside your stadium and chanted, we want Houston. And we thank you for that because you got them and uh, fuck you. Yeah. And that's that. Yep. Um, I'm sure there, I'm sure there's great people. I'm sure you're all great people or whatever. You're just assholes when you enter your stadium. And that's, you know, hey, I guess excusable. The the yes, the Phillies fans are like little angels compared to the fucking Yankees fans. You know, this is true. But uh, but, you know, give them credit that none of them, uh, none of the Yankees fans got got him to got Mattress Mac to, uh, <laughs> yeah. fucking, to blow up on them like that. <laughs> that and then was, guess what? The Strohs didn't lose a game since then. So thank you. Yeah, to that fan. Say, That's that the was real the, hero. That was the turnaround. Because, you know, if you're from Houston, you know, Mattress Mac and you know what the guy does and yeah. like what he's done for the city yeah. and the people of the city and oh, yeah. all that stuff. And it's just like, don't fuck with Mattress Mac. Yeah. You know, um. And like you've never seen that side of him, he just popped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, was, the dude beat was, cancer. Yeah, exactly. And he so. was not uh, gonna save that guy any money. But that <laughs> no. that is one thing for sure. No. But uh, but yeah, so Ghost Rose, uh, you know, Goku is a fan, and that's that, that's all there needs to be said about that. It's yeah. Just... Uh, what other city? I mean, maybe they all do, but like <clears throat> the greater Houston area has canceled school. <laughs> Yeah, like not just yeah. HISD, but other like surrounding yeah. ISDs yeah. have canceled school on Monday yeah. for the uh, for the parade. Yeah, <laughs> like, what amazing. is going on? That's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's it's H Town. You don't get it, man. If you 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 either with us or you or you ain't. So you know, if you ain't if you ain't with it, you don't get it. That's it. Yep. All right. So um. And the haters are getting back shots. Okay. I'm like, you know, how the Astros came back uh, from down 2-1 yeah. to win the series. Yeah. Didn't we end up winning three in a row? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So suck at haters. You get back shots. All right. Um, so this week. Yeah. Big one that we've talked about before. Uh, this was a. Got my notes. Uh, a personal favorite of mine growing up. I remember watching it for the first time in my eighth grade theater class. Oh, also real quick, by the way, much like how Mattress Mac put that bet on, I also took our pool money that I, we, that I lost. Oh, yeah. All that money that I recovered, I, I put it on the Astros and we're we're going to be fine. We're oh, going okay, to get yeah. that pool. You did the same bet that Mattress Mac did? The same exact bet. That's got to be annoying that like he's getting all the press all for having pool. the but, largest but bet ever. You know, I I uh, I stay I stay low key. I don't want people. Yeah. You know, well, you don't want them hitting you up for money. I stay exactly. I stay home. So, you you wouldn't you wouldn't know. So what you're saying is, in you know six months or whatever mm -hmm. it takes to put the pool in, mm -hmm. if you're you're hearing some splashing mm -hmm. while we're recording, right? 
it's because we have a uh, full pool. A $75 million dollar pool. Every cent Every is cent going into in, that pool. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, uh, it's not Olympic sized. It is, uh, it is the kind that they use to train astronauts. Yeah, exactly. It is, yeah. It is very deep. Yeah, very deep. Yeah. Exactly. We're digging, and it's, but it's, it's yeah. still just the size of the room, but it's right. that much it deeper. It just goes, yeah. It's like that one in Dubai where they sunk a almost yeah. like skyscraper that you can like go down. Oh, is that a and, real thing? Yeah, it's like oh, the wow. scuba diving journey, and you just scuba Whoa. dive. It's like all sorts, like it's a mall, and like that all oh, underwater, wow. there's like trucks and planes and stuff yeah. under there that are all like grown over and stuff. Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, it's super cool. Wow, that is cool. All right. Um, okay. So, what do you say we cut the chit chat a hole? And what better person to talk about than the man who cut all the chit chat out of his exactly. films? Exactly, because he's from the silent era. Ooh. The silent era of film, classic, classic. We're going way back, way back, all the way back to nineteen ninety-two. <laughs> Which is way back. Which is uh, when they did point. the movie it's, about the way back. Literally. 30 years ago. This is way back. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was five. Um, when I was four. came out. I did not see it until I was in eighth grade. Uh, I remember seeing it in Miss Brazier's class, uh, theater class. I remember Miss Brazier. Yeah. Wait. No, I don't because that, no, you that didn't was a go Katie to Katie Jr. Huh? Yeah. So you didn't know Miss Brazier. Yeah. That, but she that name McDonald. sounds really familiar. Huh. Huh. Anyway. How about that? Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so Miss Brazier's theater class, and I remember. I was thinking of Frazier. It was uh, it was Classic. one of those ones that uh, she showed it to us, and uh, you know she had seen it many times, obviously, yeah. and uh, she knew when to uh, stand in front of the TV with a file folder open so you couldn't see oh, things. There is quite a that's bit. That's right. There's, there's quite a bit, uh, which is really the only thing because there's not like I don't. Nah, really think no, of any language. Yeah, there's no violence and or it's, anything. It's also you know I mean this movie has. Um, you know, some nudity. Right. And now, ladies and gentlemen, bare naked ladies. That's right. Yeah. Um, but like for how much nudity it is, it's it's all partial nips. Right. Yeah, which I guess is how they got away it's with quick the, nips. The PG thirteen of it. Yeah. Oh, was it rated PG thirteen? Yeah, it's rated PG thirteen. It's a lot of nips, but they're yeah, it's all but quick it's always, shots. It's always one. Or yeah. not not always. Like the 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 first scene when he meets uh uh Hedda Kelly, um he uh like you, like that scene. There's several women putting on their clothes, and you see like both boobies, yeah, full on. Um, uh, that's the scientific term. Both, both boobies, boobies yeah. full on, <laughs> full, full you can on. See, you can see everything. Yeah, <laughs> but then but like too late. you know, um, this is before the rule of uh, you had to be 18 to be naked because uh, you see, uh, they show um, uh. Mia Jovovich's boobs, and she was only seventeen at the time. Did they show her boobs? Yeah, they you showed see her it. butt. No, you saw her boob. You did? Yeah. Oh, it's I in there. It. It's in there. I missed it. See everything. Well, she I've seen everything. Well, she clearly was not sixteen though. No, she was actually seventeen when they filmed it. Whoa. Maybe even sixteen. I think she was seventeen when it came well, out. We're going to jail. Yeah, but um, yeah. So uh. Yeah, but it's always like a half a boob. Like Diane Lane, you see like half of her boob, and uh, like every they're always like mm -hmm. in bed or whatever. Oh, is that who that was? Done. The yeah. uh, the the Jewish wife. Yes, Levy. Levy. Yeah. Levy. Oh, I thought this that was Ashley Judd for some people. reason. No, it was not Ashley Judd. Uh, <clears throat> Ashley Judd is a thing a little bit younger than, okay. than Diane Lane, but um, 
Yeah, they they have a, a similar look. I, I could see. Yeah, right. You know, but I knew that, that it wasn't. But I was like, is it though? Yeah, like that kind of thing. Well, and you saw. Uh, but when I saw the boobies, I was like, no, that's not her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just um, there's a couple of uh, uh, Seinfeld spottings in here too. Hmm. Robert Downey Jr. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Richard Attenborough uh, well, as director. Marissa famous. Tomei. Yes, as yes. Marissa Tomei in That's Seinfeld. Right. That's um, right. And then uh, J. Edgar Hoover, Kevin Dunn. Oh yeah, he's the he's the sniffing accountant, right? Is he? The, he is? Yeah, he's the sniffing accountant. That is him, just yeah. with longer hair. Yeah, That's that guy. That is that guy. Whoa, I never which put that together. Just, which always, until I rewatch it, I think of uh, you know Kevin Dunn as the one who was the the uh, the friend in the male unbonding. Or in male, me, male yeah. unbonding. Hey, easy now. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only thought you were a true episode, fan. Yeah, I thought you were a true fan. Didn't start with the. Yeah. Which like they're like it just doesn't sound right. You, the male unbonding. It, yeah, uh, it totally like does everything work. Else. What are you yeah. doing? Think it too much. Um, yeah, they did. Which Come is on, the whole David. point of doing the thus thing. Yeah, is that right. You would, yeah. Wouldn't overthink yeah. it. Yeah. And it's the second episode of the immediately overthink. Yeah, it. right. Yeah. Um. Oh, Larry. Yeah, but no, he's in. He's in the sniffing accountant. He plays the titular sniffing accountant. Yeah. Yeah, he just looks so much different with that long hair he has mm-hmm. as the sniffing accountant, yep. you know? I never put that together before. Wow. But yeah, there's a lot of names in this movie. It's a big movie about a big person who was not that big. In uh, real life. Yeah, he's a, he's a short-statured man, much like the leading man in, that played Charles Spencer Chaplin, Mr. Robert Downey Jr. That's right, that's right. So um, let's uh, get into it. First of all, uh, why... Had, well, what did you know about this movie going in? Okay, that's a good question. A lot of it's probably pretty easy. Mostly nothing other than, you know, it was a Robert Downey Jr. and it was about Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. You know, other than that, I didn't know it was Richard Attenborough. I didn't know, you know, other, many of the other famous faces were in it. And uh, Are you, how familiar are you with uh, either the story of Chaplin or, <clears throat> uh, I'm taking like probably little to none, Yes, yeah. that's correct. Uh, and well, what about the works of Mr. Chaplin? Also pretty much little to none um, other than like the big things you hear about. I was familiar with the title of The Gold Rush as like one of his bigger mm-hmm. films. Um, I uh, And I just knew that, you know, I just knew of him as like a monster in the, in the industry back mm-hmm. in the day. And of course I knew of the great scene from the that classic scene from the dictator wait was it called the dictator the great dictator the great dictator yeah uh not to be confused with sasha baron cohen's movie no that's yeah. just the dictator right um so yeah not so much i was more of a marx brothers kid growing up uh, mm-hmm. when the old movies i didn't go so far back as the silence I, w- no. I stuck with the talkies and i was watching some duck soup i was watching some night at the opera you okay. know yeah. okay i did not know that about you i yeah yeah i did uh, yeah. My my dad actually turned me now. Were you the, into them. shorts at all? Like like some three. Stooges? I wore them sometimes. I but mostly pants guy. <laughs> no, I meant short film. Oh, the short oh. film like the Three Stooges or okay. You know, Chaplin was a misunderstanding. Work. Okay, yeah. yeah. His you know most of his early stuff was you know, <clears throat> twenty to thirty minutes. I was not a Stooges guy, and so no, okay, no, 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 no. And I never really watched any Charlie Chaplin stuff other than just you know. So you've never seen like, highlights one of, of his full length films. No, features. no. No, okay. definitely not. Okay, I have actually before watching this, I ha- actually have watched some Buster Keaton shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which those are great. He's the and other he's big, amazing. big name yeah, of, he's of incredible. comedy in the silent right, film era. Right, yeah. uh, And he's incredible. Um, like, I, yeah, any, I implore anyone to go, about, go back and watch it. He, he did the famous, you know, house falling yeah. and the, going through the window. He did that for real, which is fucking insane to think about. Yeah. And he did all of his stunts for real, which is fucking nuts. I mean, they pretty much all did, because yeah. if it was a stunt, you right. did it. Yeah. But he was doing shit like, I mean, I, again, I haven't seen Chaplin stuff, but it seems like it would... Uh, have been even crazier than what Chaplin did, but again, I haven't watched Chaplin stuff, so yeah. Well, you know, there's the there's two big camps. I mean, some people think that uh, Chaplin is the greatest, and others think Buster is Buster, the greatest. Yeah. Buster is a uh, Buster's stuff is certainly funny, man. It had me yeah. cracking up. It's yeah, they're both major into physical comedy. Yeah. Uh, Chaplin's is more character based. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Buster Keaton is a lot more things are happening around Story, him. Yeah, while as or whereas like the 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 tramp stuff it's yeah things are happening around him but he's instigating yeah the, right the things he's a little scamp that yeah, tramp right so um all right well uh sort of like um uh was harpo kind of based on the tramp character at all because he was the silent marks brother harpo yeah. marks i mean I, I really don't know and he did a lot of chaplin-esque like goofy physical stuff because yeah. he was silent guy with the you know in the honking even, yeah you know uh, so that's something I never really thought of before. Who knows? Maybe yeah. Scott would know. Which we could have had Scott White on this podcast, by the way. Well, he's more of a Stooges. No, 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 no. This is not why. Because of, oh, of the Dan, Dan Aykroyd, Aykroyd connection. Yeah. In fact, I think he's done this on his podcast. Has he? Before. Okay. Yeah. So he's the one that didn't ask us to do it. Yeah, for once. Real nice, Scott. How dare you ever do How a podcast and not ask us? It's just let alone multiple podcasts. It's because he doesn't want that movie get bumped. He doesn't want to get super famous. He just, uh, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a little afraid of the limelight, <laughs> the Charlie Chaplin movie. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, we we all love Scott. He's a fan favorite, of course. And go check out the Dan Aykroyd podcast. We've been on several episodes. Yeah, and right. uh, the Charles Bronson and uh, Burt Reynolds podcast as well. And which and is more which gooder. is more gooder, which yeah. we've also been on. All right, so let's get into it, Bryce. It's everybody's favorite segment. Yes. It's the new movie synopsis. All right. Uh, I'm giving you one minute Your on the clock. Your penis is alive. Are okay. you ready? Yes. One, two, three, go. This film is about the life story of one Charles Spencer Chaplin, which I just learned the full name of a second ago while we were having this discussion. And it goes from his childhood as a poor uh, British child, which you also find out watching this movie. <laughs> Some people do anyway. Um, and uh, and all the way through his um, use of his physical comedy to get by that uh, he would just scrape by with. But then it shot him straight into stardom and changed the whole industry, uh, most would say, for the better. Uh, it's a brilliant tale of one legendary movie maker uh, rent this movie because <laughs> it's on the back of the box. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> as we mentioned uh, on last week's episode, it's on HBO Max now. Yeah. So you can check it out. Yes. Um, yeah. So that was a pretty, pretty solid I mean, a little synopsis. It was not, bio, not bio, half bad. Biopic's pretty easy to do a synopsis. Yeah. Because it's just like, what it's is it? Like, it's just it's, telling the story of this person's, person's life. life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just kept it at that. Yeah. That's basically what Stark did last week. Yeah. The weird yeah. One. Right. Um, all right. So let's get into it. You got some good notes on this one. I, I got see. notes. I got notes. Um, 
yeah, I uh, like as I mentioned before, the first time I saw it was uh, Miss Brazier class, and I uh, was enthralled by it, and I uh, asked to borrow the VHS, and I borrowed it because you I, wanted to go home and, and watch the boobies. see the boobies. Yeah, uh, you wanted to pause. Yeah, uh, no, I uh, I did watch it like fifteen times though, and then brought it back before I brought it back. Oh, like, really? I really love this. Movie. Wow. Um, I have not watched it many times. I probably haven't seen it in 15 years, maybe more. Sure. Um, and uh, it was interesting going back to it. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, I definitely, yeah, I was definitely into it more than, than my wife, and she kept getting... Oh, she didn't like it at she, all? She didn't like the, the pacing of it and, yeah. and the choppiness, but she was yeah. also like decorating the house at and the like same time pulling, well, so, so like then if you're that, not yeah because it really isn't it is choppy it is a choppy that, telling yeah and it isn't that smooth of a transition uh film because or it's too smooth almost like it, it yeah jumps. right it jumps without knowing and if you're not really listening to the the narration between yeah uh, uh charlie and george played uh -huh. by anthony hopkins, anthony hopkins. the only Great. fictional character in this film by the way right i noticed that yeah um yeah if you're not really listening to that then sometimes you miss what's going on like her biggest thing was uh she didn't realize that uh moira kelly was two different people right right you know? so like it was it was and she literally played yeah, yeah. and then because she also missed the part on the train where the guy said oh yeah she's dead mm. and so he's like oh well, so that's when a she big came part. back yeah. she was like oh he he, he found his <laughs> first love and i was like and then you and no. then you were like Goodness, nobody told you, Carrie. <laughs> yeah, goodness. <laughs> she's dead. No, I was like, no, 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 that's not that. And, you know, she's like, wait, who are these two kids? I was like, yeah. those are kids with the, the last wife. Which one? Yeah, so yeah that. and, but that's, look, look, it was hard to even kind of keep up with it because it is a very quick, like, choppy telling, but also too smooth, like you said. It yeah. Was, yeah. Well, yeah. and it's, it's such a, it's such a well uh, done, it's done well in that way because it's, uh, an old man who has had a fucking life yeah, and right, accomplished yeah. so much and it's literally him like remembering it you know trying yeah, to remember yeah. it for a memoir and being like pressed to to expand on yeah, things or right. some things he doesn't want to expand on yeah. some things he doesn't remember as much so it's like what is important when it comes down to it yeah. you know from the from the the mind and how the mind works and um you know it's uh it's it's just a very interesting, well made uh, film in in that aspect. I think. Sure, sure. Um, and it sort of like gets you over the hump of a lot of biopics where it's like, well, we can't show everything, but uh -huh. like if we cut things out, then it doesn't make sense because even though life is is a linear uh, arc, like there's not really a you know beginning, middle, and end of like what is the theme of things. Yeah. You know, so like it allows you to find that theme by what is important you know um, what what where his loss led him yeah you know um but yeah uh let's get into the film okay yeah i'm ready uh let's see uh, we could have done this one with scott that was my first note well you could always skip the notes that you've already covered uh no this that's <laughs> that ruins the journey that's Does the, it? it's the journey the gap the journey's been there um what fake mustache i didn't know that I really didn't know. Really? That. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no. He uh, I didn't did know he not was using need, a fakie. Yeah, he did not need your drop, your famous drop, uh, because oh. he did not have a mustache. I shaved my mustache, you yeah. idiot! But I'm going to play it anyway. It was always a fake mustache. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, 
this thing is going for the Oscar right off the bat. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a stacked cast. Yeah. It is a biopic about a beloved uh, film star and filmmaker and, uh, you know, innovator of the silver screen. Yeah. Uh, one of the, you know, more or less, you could call it beginners uh, or beginning film. You yeah. Know, it's, uh, sure. yeah. It's not right at the beginning. Well, it, um, right, because he's obviously watching reel-to-reels when he goes yeah. to America. But that was cool to see how I mean, he got he found yeah. out about that and, and you know it and was just mesmerized. It by didn't that. really take off in America until like the because you know film started. The first film was in the eighteen eighties, like eighteen eighty six, eighteen eighty eight. That's when um, damn they oh, came the, up the with the horse. It. Yeah, the horse thing, and yeah, then uh, nope. Yeah, and then uh, I forget. Did you ever go see Nope? By the way, I have not seen Nope yet. Whoa, I know. I want to see it so bad. Okay, um, but yeah, the uh, the bet of like or the not the bet, but it was like I want to. I want. There was the guy that that said, "Is there a way to prove that horses' feet are at ever at any one point off the ground at all times, all four of them?" And they uh-huh. they took the pictures in rapid succession of a horse running, and then they mm. sped it up, and they realized, "Oh, this is a moving picture." Yeah. Which is literally what like, it is. Well, a, how did we do yeah, that? Yeah, film like accidentally. Is, film is literally a series of pictures taken and yeah, then right. replayed it fast enough that your brain fills in the gap because right. of what we call persistence of vision. Yeah. It's oh, a, tell it's, them, Chase. Tell them. Drop that knowledge. Film is literally a magic trick. It is your Come brain. On, it is your brain making it work. This your brain true. malfunctioning, if you will, that makes it work. So the whole thing is uh, magic. Well, not digitally anymore, though, right? Well, it's still it's still same uh, mechanics. I it's guess it's still still images that yeah. are played in succession. Huh? There is no like it is not a like yeah. It's yeah. still all. Individual I guess there yeah there really isn't a way to truly capture fluid motion. No, right? it's, yeah, it's like it you you are it's uh, a camera just takes pictures. Yeah, a film camera just takes pictures. It just takes them in rapid video, succession. Yeah, you a, know, even on even the, digitally. Uh, what do they call the FPS? Frames per second, yeah, yeah. which was uh, twenty four for uh, thirty five millimeter film, and uh, usually it's sixty for like digital, which is actually more like fifty nine point eight four or right, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's beside the point. Which gives it that clearer, yeah, that seemingly crisper, clearer crisper, yeah, the crisper edge, yeah, edge. Um. So, uh, yeah, film was was just started. Uh, you know, it began in New York, uh, in America. Ah. Yeah, it began. Oh, of course, Edison uh, patented like the film cameras and everything yep. because stole. somebody in his yeah, stole, under his yeah, employee. Right. Yeah, yep. of course uh, he stole it. Yep. It. So yeah, he's the father of film. World's uh, number one thief. Yeah, but you know they greatest they thief of all time. And then it moved to L.A. Uh, you know, a little before this film started. But um, yeah, they used to have a lot of studios in in New York that were on the the roofs of of buildings because they just had big glass walls. All around because they yeah. just they didn't have studio lights and stuff, so they would yeah. use the sun Whoa. to light, and they would just shoot during the day. Whoa, that's you know, crazy. and they didn't have to worry about sound pollution or noise pollution because it was silent. There was no, that's there right. wasn't even recording of of sound of yet. soundtracks with it. Yeah, yeah, right. So or um, yeah, that idea hadn't yeah. really. They could have. Oh wait, there wasn't even like music going to it yet. No, th- so most music in like they didn't. Like when when movies think of the play, idea of to put music to it, they did. So they some some films would uh, score it, like they would have a score, you know, printed out. Oh, they would send that to the, oh. the theaters. So and the then thing is, would that play they live yeah, with it because they like didn't how, have a in way, this movie. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Because they that, did that not was have a fucking way, cool to see. They did not have a way to sync up 
video and sound, and sound yeah. or film and sound together where it was perfect. You, right. You know, they tried things like it became things with like, they would play a phonograph in the backstage, but most of the time it was playing um, somebody playing live with it. Most films didn't even bother scoring it. They would just Dude. have a, like every theater would have a stock or like a, a, staff uh musician who would play oh this is a comedy i'll play yeah comedy. so it would just play, be music yeah, i'll that play goes some scott it. joplin over yeah. there or whatever and then um you know towards the end of this film as you you find uh like once talkies are a thing uh chaplin says well talkies are ruining it i'm not doing that but i will use the art of sound in my films and that's when he becomes super obsessive and he's doing the um oh yeah he's making the score and adding the little, little sound effects uh, yeah uh, famously City Lights, which is the one that he's editing the most in um, in the studio. Yeah, when yeah. He, when he's losing his third wife. Yeah. Um, which is a it's a pretty good one. Well, so that was what was the that I didn't actually really notice until now that, um, and I kind of like actually that they even even when they were showing that he was clearly working on something that was like a monumental film of his career. They really stayed more focused on his actual life, yeah. than the than the work doing well. Whereas yeah, he, some biopics will take a moment to be like, "This blew up, and this yeah. was huge, and this is the impact it had." But this stays focused on they basically the, the effect working yeah. on it is having on his life. Yeah, because which they is really cool. I like establish that. you know early on that he is a master. Yeah, you know, and that uh, part of that is he needs control and a, and he and a natural takes it over, a, if it. you will. But yeah, and I mean he is he, even he with the art of filmmaking, he's a natural. He just it's where it he seems it. anyway that he yeah that it. yeah it all made sense to him. Um, but like I love that scene when when he's talking about how did you come up with the tramp and he goes oh, I walked in and yes yes it's such a great scene it's that yeah. like it, it's that parody. Uh, or the thing that is parodied in the Weird Al one that we just did, yeah. But it's also in a bunch of things where it's like the the genius sees something and it, and yeah. it becomes the thing. Yeah, you know, it's, it's almost like, like it called to me. And he goes, "Well, that's bullshit." He's like, "Yeah, absolutely." And it yeah. shows it like frantically yeah, trying to figure like, something oh, out, yeah, and it's yeah. like the day of shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was great. So he, you know, he was a a perfectionist in in what he did. I mean, all of the things that he does take a uh, insane amount of. Uh, like drive and precision, right? All of uh -huh. that physical comedy. It's like uh, you know, in his at the very end, it had they they mentioned the D.W. Griffith uh, comment that he was the uh, best ballet dancer to ever live. Oh and yeah, like, you know, he's a master of what he did. So they don't focus much on that. That's you don't see a lot of it after the beginning. After yeah, he gets right. the start. Yeah, then it becomes everybody knows that he's that. You yeah, know? and it's almost like the background <clears throat> is saying that, and it's in his own life, like he. He may or may not. He doesn't walk around knowing he's a genius, you know. Yeah, right. Um, especially once he starts doing films, he knows he's getting paid, but like he's not getting the laughs in person like he did when he was right. on stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it makes him like work harder to make sure it's perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like he really was a performer's performer. I mean, a performing right. performer. Like yeah. it is, you know, vaudeville and shit. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he thrives on the love of others, and he's constantly <clears throat> searching for it. And boobies. And boobies. Yeah. And which young they, boobies. Which also, like, other than... Um, they did. They really did not pull any punches on that either. Yeah, they didn't, other than the fact that everybody that was cast was older. Other than yeah. Mia Jovovich. Yeah, right. Which was, like, his oldest wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Diane Lane's, uh, what was her, uh, that wife was... Uh, 
uh, Paulette Goodard. She was definitely uh, 21, which was like, oh, he was, right. He was much older than that, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, he you know, he just had a had a type and that type. Well, was younger. He's a little bit of a pedophile. And that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and, and apparently that was the thing for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I you mean, know. So that's weird, but that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, you can tune into I don't know John Stewart's podcast for that discussion or something. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we are here to talk about this movie, Chaplin, and you know, good on them for not pulling any punches on that. Uh, other than the fact that you know they, you know they they definitely mention it and and let it be known, um, but apparently also showing that like everyone knew that about him. Yeah, and. Even the media, apparently, yeah. or whatever, and it was just something. Well, real. and Hoover was trying to get him all the time, but like he always like fell in love with the girl and married. Them yeah, and married. Just, yeah, right. Yeah, well, he, uh, he had a lot of issues though. I love that whole scene where. Well, and that goes into my uh, notes here. Okay, um, let's go back to the notes. Well, and so my my main point about this thing going for the Oscar right off the bat though was that from the very beginning of the movie, you could t- that very like opening shot. Oh yeah, of him of doing it, the makeup or taking it, the makeup oh, off. Oh, that, that door opening, and it's just him. Oh, you know his yeah. silhouette in the bright light, and then yeah, walking in, and it's in black and white, and he's taking the makeup off which joker much <laughs> you know um for real though like that must have been mm-hmm. an inspiration right i mean i don't know but it definitely was reminiscent of, i love how you always ask me <laughs> so oh i'm God, like i, I, I am knowledge uh well i mean it, maybe yeah. you did read something about that maybe they maybe what's his name did say that um todd phillips yeah who directed joker but anyway very reminiscent of it um but uh but yeah like you could tell attenborough was like I'm going to win a fucking Oscar for this movie. You know, like he that was his goal from the get go. And yeah. very artsy, very epic looking, you know, and but really a, a cool way to open open the film, you know, and then and then especially when it just sort of bleeds into color. Yeah. Uh, after that, like, I think it was like after he got the last bit of paint off his face or something. Well, I don't remember yeah, the exact because it, it was before he put the cold cream on because then the cold cream was white against his like yeah right the, that's right the black like pulling down the eye yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was cool uh let's see uh oh and then there's my next note oh shit the joker with putting the shit on his face close up uh i'm not joking i had no idea Chaplin was english that's on me my bad <laughs> yeah I mean, that is but can you blame is, me though he's a silent film dude yeah, yeah exactly and they were american he was very they were american, much, exactly which is also goes back to the whole thing of him getting you know or ends up going towards the thing of him being excommunicated or uh you know kicked oh, out of right. america basically yeah. uh, because like he he became an american like he was at the forefront of this yeah what is now our <clears throat> number one export yeah you know, the entertainment yeah industry. right and he always talked about loving it and that's why he cared so much and yeah yeah well and he even tried to go back home and he was like oh this is kind of miserable like these aren't my people anymore you know yeah kind of thing um all right let's see Oh, and did you did you catch at the beginning of the episode that I started reading it doing a Robert Downey Jr. impression, and then, and then you midway through I was like, "Oh yeah, British, British, <laughs> yeah." Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Sorry. Oh, I call bullshit. Him singing the song as a kid and everyone cheering and all that stuff, like taking over for his <laughs> yeah. mom, and that's where it gets into a little bit. You know that I think that's like kind of the main flaw if there if there is a flaw if there has to be a flaw whatever i would say the main flaw of this movie the only thing that really kind of holds it back a little bit Mm because it's not a bad movie 
But the only thing that holds it back a little bit is that it gets into uh, it gets into a little bit. So Attenborough does not hold off on the cheesiness. Uh, yeah, to, well, to I mean, he was a, and it, he but, was but a very child, much a movie of its time. Yeah, he was it, a child uh, actor on stage from his no, mother. No, no, who I, was I'm crazy, not. I'm not. You know. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the movie, the way the movie, Races the story is told. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like, oh yeah, it's 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 heightened for film. Totally and totally of the time. You know, totally yeah. of the early '90s. Very epic. You know, with the sweeping scores and 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 being like. I can do it, you know, and like, oh, I'll do it. And then like, woo, there he goes. That's how we knew he was a star. And like, it's like, okay, come on. And then after that, his mom is like, his mom's like, sorry, boys. It's just fish heads again tonight. One day I'll get you that plum cake, you know, and it's like, okay, we get it. He's poor, you know, like, like, well, also she is a few, uh, she, a few screws loose of a, a, uh, something that has tight screws. Yeah, something that has screws. <laughs> you know, but it was a little bit. I mean, it was just cheesy. Yeah. It was cheesy. Now, it, it kind of felt like Forrest Gump or something. Now, you know? uh, his his mother Hannah Chaplin was played by Geraldine Chaplin, which is his real life daughter. daughter. Yeah. That's crazy. So she was playing her grandmother. Yeah, she was playing her grandmother. She even said that the first time she saw um, Downey in full costume or whatever, she like mm. got choked up because it was so much like her dad. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, and how about that that casting too? Like that's that's uh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, he does look. It really is a spot on. And his uh, well, and he does great. Yeah, his great granddaughter um, is Una Chaplin. The is named after his uh, wife, uh, Una Chaplin. The who one, are we talking about here? Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. But what does that have to do with anything? Uh, <laughs> that that's her daughter or whatever. Oh, her daughter yeah. is named Una. Yeah, after the after their mother. After their mother. Yeah. Oh, wait. Una Chaplin was in this movie. No, she was played in this movie. Una was his mother. Una See, is I'm getting the, all fucking Una's confused. A, his fourth wife, and that's the, the oh, that's right, the one that looks Geraldine. like uh, the one that looks like yeah, the, the one that's played by Maura Kelly. Hetty. Yeah. Kelly. Hetty. Hetty Kelly. Yeah. But then, do you notice uh, Kelly? Yeah, was the last name. But then you noticed. Uh, uh, Hedy Kelly was played by, and Uno Chaplin was played by someone with the last name Kelly as well. And I was like, well, they were played by the same person. No, no, no. Yeah, I know, but but uh, I mean, as well as like, uh, what's her name, Geraldine Chaplin playing the mom. Yeah. Well, Hedy Kelly was played by Moira Kelly. Moira Kelly. No relation. No relation. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was trying to get. That's what I was yeah. trying to get down. Hedy to. Kelly died at twenty-five. I mean, you know, she could have yeah. had a daughter or something. I mean, she could have. She could have been her granddaughter. I don't know. She wasn't. She wasn't, though. Wait, she died? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear what You didn't say? hear? <laughs> My boy. I thought they'd send you a I telegram. I told you. That guy was a dick. I'm boisterous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I'm going to make fun of you for trying to eat at a nice restaurant. What a dick. <laughs> you make me a lot of money and I'm going to roast you for trying to have a nice meal. And get <laughs> you fucking kicked asshole. out. Yeah, and get you kicked out. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Okay. So, and then, and then as a kid, he's, they, they, uh. As a kid, when he's trying to run away from being taken by yeah. uh, whatever, and then they gotta incorporate, you know, call like shout outs to Chaplin's film, you know, style or whatever, with the cops running into each other. Well, yeah, I didn't really like that. I didn't care for okay. that. Okay, okay, you know what I mean. All right, I just thought right. I was, was like, that's just not needed. I just didn't think it was needed. 
It kind of. I mean, it's kinda, also you know kind of held it back for me. You know, it's also being framed as the narrative being the narrative is framed by him telling the story. So it's how he remembers it. No, that doesn't even make sense, dude. That uh, that doesn't change anything. Yeah. So well, I'm just yeah. saying that's that's where it comes from. I mean, you still don't have to. Like I mean, it. I get, it, I get, it, but it just I don't know. I just felt like it's not really necessary. So you didn't like it when they do when they're running away from the hotel. I did not like yeah. that part, dude. I didn't. I felt like it sort of distracted from the story. I just didn't see why it was necessary to suddenly throw that style in. You well, know, they didn't suddenly do it because they've done it throughout the whole movie. But I mean, but but that, I guess that's the thing. I don't know. Get, like, uh, commit more or don't do it or something. And, and or, I mean, see, I like it. it just, I, think I just, I, think I just great. didn't think it was necessary. I thought, it, I thought it distracted from the story. Okay. Because it's like, if I want that style, I'll watch Charlie Chaplin do it. I'm not watching this movie to see you guys try to do Charlie Chaplin. I'm watching this movie to find out about charlie chaplin's life okay. i guess is my feeling on it mm -hmm. now you make a good point with the narrative thing i get it and that's nice i get the artistic intent however if i want to see charlie chaplin i'll watch a fucking charlie chaplin movie you know what i mean so <laughs> okay like like if i want to see that style i'll watch the yeah, real yeah, thing yeah, yeah. All so right. that, that's all that's where i'm coming from i just feel like it just wasn't necessary so uh and 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 i'm and i am correct and this is why people listen to the listen to this show <laughs> my uh, opinion is right yeah my opinion is right um did they dub robert downey jr's voice over the not the kid obviously but the teenage uh chaplain i don't know i, I thought i heard that uh for a second it was just kind of funny. yeah i mean he might just sound like him um i didn't i just didn't know if you caught that either or if that was maybe it I was didn't it didn't things. hop out at me um Ah, see, this is where Chaplin really stood out. This was the you, the true unique thing about his journey. He liked looking at boobs. <laughs> he loves boobs. <laughs> and I loved how that, which we already talked about, that whole dressing room scene. Yeah. It was a whole scene of just showing how he was like, oh, oh, boobs. You know what I mean? It's like the whole thing was just him sheepishly looking at tits and being like, ah, he liked tits, you know, like, but of course, like showing that he's, you know, he's going to have problems with, yeah, you know, well, and he's around like, that's what he's grown up with too. Right. Right. But it was just, it was just kind of funny because it was like, well, that's, you know, everyone likes boobs, you know, I don't know. Like, not everyone. Not everyone. You're right. You're right. Well, I mean, sure. Everyone. Right. You know, well, not everyone. I mean, gay dudes can like boobs. You still appreciate boobs. Right. You know, the, just the look of a boob. I mean, some people just don't like them. Yeah, that's fair uh okay let's see uh yes of course not everyone um david duchovny how about that right I didn't you are that. a great big bag of dicks Wh why <laughs> it, it took too long to play yeah <laughs> yeah uh no, yeah david duchovny is uh the uh the cameraman that was your drop GP. for david duchovny that's what you think of david duchovny <laughs> i don't know probably yeah. uh let's why not see. let's let's go on record fuck david duchovny <laughs> <laughs> why not why not we're already not? there at this point why not? Well, let's get some press yeah <laughs> movie cap is yeah, yeah. Is no like such thing as bad shade as at bad david press. Duchovny. yeah um uh let's see i uh i spoke with ed fan favorite ed british ed british ed and you know he saw i was watching it and he asked me what do i think of robert downey jr's english accent yeah. and i said eh, it's kind of trash and guess what he agreed of course he did. He agreed. Yeah, well, anybody. So it's official. Yeah. His accent was not that great, but well, yeah, it didn't detract from that. the movie. British people are always going to say that. Well, it was just, it was really more specifically 
him trying to do the Cockney, laying it on in just certain parts. It just wasn't. But you mm-hmm. know, what can you do? What can you do? But Ed kind of took umbrage because you know dire- about a British man directed by Richard Attenborough, and he was like, "Really, you couldn't find any British?" Actor? It was never even one like a considered dad. right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kevin Klein is British. Uh, is he? I think so. And uh, oh. he was. Oh, let me double check that. Uh, he has, does a great American accent. Yeah, but he was uh, originally supposed to. He is not. He was born in St. Louis. Oh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> St. Louis, England, right? Uh, yeah, St. Louis, England. <laughs> um, no, he he was originally attached to play Chaplin, and it got switched around. Um, okay. Because it took a while to to make. There was a lot of like that other would people. have been not as good. I think. Uh, not that he he was great and he is great, but do you, could you see that working as well? Uh, I don't know. I'd have he, at the at this point he would have been too old to play him young. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. Yeah. So maybe right. not. But, but maybe do, it would think, have helped out. I do when, think that uh, Kevin Klein is great, and he's great in this. Yeah, he is great in this. Maybe it would have helped out with that old makeup issue, though. Yeah, because we need to get into this because. I'm just going to jump to my uh, notes but, about yeah. the old makeup here. Well, I will say that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was the one they wanted. But again, one of the reasons is an American playing it is because it's there weren't a lot of British actors that were big in America to play this. This was going to be a big movie. Yeah, yeah right. Like you said, it looks like a like a freaking... Yeah, um, going for it. Going for it. And uh, Attenborough got the rights in 88. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, you know, they didn't end up releasing it till 92, really 93, 92 was, you know, they have to have that week in 92 to qualify for the Oscars. Ah. So like it's, it's internet, like it's big release. It's wide release was like January 8th. Mm. Um, but they were looking at uh, Robin Williams, Billy Crystal, which both of those kind of make a little more sense. Uh, Jim mm. Carrey. Um, oh. Then uh, at some point, Tom Cruise was thrown around i think attenborough had some interest in that but um yeah i mean i think uh downey jr was the way to go he even looks like you know, yeah that, not that it matters but he really looks like him and he really doesn't but then in the movie he does right he also i kept thinking robert downey jr really looked like tim curry like a young tim Curry. yeah yeah which i think there was a point where tim curry was attached for really? a chaplin movie if not this one yeah 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 too so wow that would have been cool yeah i'd like now to... curry is british really um <laughs> no i would have liked to have seen uh jim carrey's uh method acting on the fucking trying to trying to be chaplain or whatever oh God, especially in night, like, like a night like this is a pre ace ventura pre, yeah dude yeah, yeah. hasn't really he's like still up. doing that shit he's like walking around quiet doesn't say anything they're he's like shooting he talked in real life yeah, he, jim he talked in real life movie. <laughs> he's shooting this movie and on the weekends going he's and like doing it in living color. yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. uh anyway um okay um yeah let's get into the old makeup though it's not good dude these are my notes on the old makeup yeah his old makeup looks gross yes so that's the thing though it doesn't look like makeup it looks like a monster like most of the time Uh, it doesn't look like a bad makeup job it just looks like they made something that isn't real although if you look at some like if you look at some old pictures of charlie chaplin like the one when he got that Oscar or whatever, he looked pretty, pretty different. So like it actually matched pretty well. It just doesn't look right. Uh, yeah, it looks horrible. I wrote another note here. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to. Uh, 
Oh, okay. Cool ending, even with that god-awful old makeup, he looked like Shrek fucked the thing, and that was their love child. <laughs> yeah. It's bad, dude. It looked it's, terrible. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was like grossing me out. <laughs> it's just like, I don't want to look at this yeah. anymore. Like, and he's just standing he there like, old. Oh, and he just like, with that dumb look on his face, it just was bad. Um, so yeah, go, if anything, watch the movie so you can get uh, a piece of that action, because you will not see anything like it. It's some... It's pretty and you already you already don't like old makeup anyway right you you famously don't like old makeup that's canon to the movie gap isn't is it? it i think you've said something like that before. i don't like maybe digital. just to me in real i don't life. like digital aging and i think it turns or it maybe was it you don't right. like old acting i think is what it is. i don't like old actors i think old actors should just die no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna grab that sound bite um no but you don't like when when young people play old on film. um no, I think is what not, we discussed. Not, I mean, it, it, something like this, it's different, but like, yeah, I mean, just cast an old person to play an old person, you know? Like Saving Private Ryan. You they know? did it, yeah. They didn't age him, you know? Uh, but that, also, that was supposed to bury the lead that it was Matt Damon. Like, if they had Matt Damon in old age makeup, you'd be like, oh, so this guy's Matt Damon the whole time. No, there's no there's no yeah. other reason than, than the integrity of using an old actor, that's all. Yeah, I mean, there's... Uh, uh, there are good old age makeups. There are bad old age makeups. It's it, it's it's something you know, just like anything. When you have a big budget or whatever, like things can get away from you, and you can't figure out how to get it, like start over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And I think this makeup gets away, and it, it, part of it is because there's so much progression of it. I I do think that the the uh midlife stuff is done very well like the, oh yeah the light old yeah. age is yeah is, you can't, it looks real yeah like you forget that you know just 10 minutes earlier you were watching like a 25 year old yeah uh like that's how he really is he doesn't he isn't 35 yeah right right so. yeah um i really liked that scene uh showing when he first sees how it, how editing works yeah, oh, that I, was loved, really cool. I love that scene. Yeah, and they're really biting cool. like it's yeah, so crude. Yeah, and it's, they're just like in a th in a in a fucking shop yeah, or like a little wood shop wood, or something. Yeah. And I, oh, and I love when he like picks up that first like that. The, yeah, he in, you're ending up on the cutting room floor, and when yeah. he picks it up and looks at it, and he's just yeah. like, "This is the first time." I, and like he rolls it up and puts it. Yeah, in his pocket. Like, yeah. That's the first bit of film yeah. of Charlie well, Chaplin, and, and it was yeah right yeah yeah that's right and uh, and it was doubly cool because. Not only did it show uh, Charlie Chaplin's or or depict Charlie Chaplin's first uh, experience into learning what editing was, but it also showed how editing used to be. Like yeah. it showed the whole process all at the same time, uh, I mean, and, got, and made sure to have focus yeah. on both things. And that it, was just really it fun. definitely um, uh, got a lot more uh, clean. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right, right. Uh, but yeah, that early, early editing yeah. like that. And then you find out like that's why they call it the cutting room floor. Like you literally oh, yeah. get cut out and it ends up on, on the floor. Yeah, yeah and um, really yeah, cool. And, and like so, so little of early. Like there's some, you know, seventy five percent or higher probably mm -hmm. of early film is just not there. Like it just doesn't yeah. exist. Whether it got because it was all made with nitrate, so it would yeah burn, burn. real easy. Yeah. Uh, they also and didn't, there have been some fires too, yeah. right? And they they didn't think you know when they were first making it, it was just like a 
like whatever we're making this crap like just put, yeah. pump it out they would record over it yeah they would, yeah they would bleach it and use it again or they would throw it away they just yeah. wouldn't care about it it would get put somewhere you know so like there's so many entire films that have been lost yeah um and and things get misinterpreted as being directed by one person that was another one like the records weren't really great yeah because right. like they just didn't care and then right. once it started becoming uh well once it started making real money yeah then they, they started, started showing thinking, what they could do became, with it you know an art and yeah you know, and then suddenly there's a art. message there that with yeah. which that was a cool scene with hoover with jedgar there being like uh, you you guys you spreading your message with your thing and they were like huh and he's like yeah you ha you know the people are seeing this you get to put whatever narrative on there yeah. and it was like them being and like chaplin was like yeah oh that's yeah. right like yeah. thank you for seeing that yeah you fat asshole right exactly yeah um well yeah that was cool too because chaplin was like yes and then the other ones were like huh like I mean, what, what the fuck are you talking about yeah we're like, just trying to make money dude we're getting money yeah. getting puss and getting drunk like, yeah what this, this is what we do yeah that that was uh cool though i didn't know that um chaplin was one of uh hoover's first targets like before oh, yeah. he was even head of the before the fbi was even the thing yeah. right that was pretty neat to see uh i did not know that was not familiar with that at all yeah, so he was a little bit was, of a rebel too. All because he was playing with his food while uh, yeah. Hoover was trying to make yeah. a grandiose statement. Which is like, dude, it's the Roaring Twenties, bro. No one wants to hear your fucking political bullshit. Shut up. We're having yeah. fun. This We're is having the fun. Hollywood elite. They're this drinking is going, baby's blood. This party is going to last forever, baby. <laughs> Shut up. You know, it's kind of like that's why he, he's a real party pooper. <laughs> J. Edgar J. Pooper. J. Edgar Pooper. Um. All right, let's see. Uh, upper regional domes, immensely expansive. I thought that was a hilarious way to describe boobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, like, uh, it, it, it a brings a man. sophistication yeah. to it. Yeah, that's that's how I am describing uh, breasts for From the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, you get that drop. Yeah, yeah, we do need to get that drop. And just the way he's like, I'm assuming you mean her breasts or whatever. And he's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, you mind elaborating? Like, surely that's not the only reason you married this lady or whatever. It was funny. Well, that was the one he didn't marry, right? Was it the one? That's the, the, the one. No, that, that was went... Levy, I thought. Oh, no, was... no, 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 no. That was the. That wasn't uh, Diane Lane. That was the what, yeah, the crazy one that yeah, the that FBI. The, yeah, that he never, he never actually married. Actually married. Yeah, yeah that's right. And then uh, they had the illegitimate love child that he didn't have that was proven with a blood test. Right. And uh, they were like, what, what are we supposed to believe these blood tests? <laughs> they tell us to believe this. And it's James Woods. Yes. Like, oh, fuck it. I, so here's yeah. the thing. I know, you know, James Woods gets a lot of negative press, but like, God damn, when that guy's on, he's Wait, why so does good. James Woods gets negative press? Oh, he's very right wing crazy. Oh, is he all MAGA yeah. now? I mean, oh, shit. Uh, years ago. Oh wow! Uh, I didn't like, know. That. I don't think he's even. He like just got off of Twitter before anything really came down. Probably but, a smart move. Yeah, you know, he also like he also is a you know a sixty whatever year old guy who yeah, likes right. to be with girls who are like twenty. So yeah, he's one of those. He's a real chaplain. Yeah, he's a real chaplain. But um, regardless, uh, James Woods is so good, and he did like this is a one day part. He comes in and he nails it as really? that prosecutor. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Wow, he really did nail it. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. That's yeah, James great. Woods is great. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah, and he really did. Uh, he really did great. That it was like, uh, 
look at him, you know, whatever. Look at him sitting there, whatever. Think of him as his character, should I say tramp or whatever. Yeah. He does that whole thing. A dirty like, little tramp. Like, Damn, got him, dude. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like the whole jury is these little cute little old ladies and everything, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Nailed him. Yeah, yeah. And this beautiful little girl. Look at the resemblance. Yeah, right. And you're like, but they're not related. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, but then there, there was also a little touching moment in that in that scene that I liked when the girl who's not his daughter, who's he's yeah. about to fucking have to pay at the house for, and, you know, he had every reason to be bitter and he looks over at her and she just gives him that big old smile and then he he's just like, all right, hey, you, you know, or whatever. Well, he's a performer. Yeah, exactly. He's make, like, he yeah. makes people laugh. And I was like, well, that was cute. That was nice. His lawyer's like, fucking don't. Yeah, right. Like, what are you <laughs> doing, dude? <laughs> like, don't do that. Oh, man. Yeah, but that, yeah, that that scene was great. Um, let's see. Um yeah, I don't uh, really have anything else. Oh, his Russian accent was amazing. Was yeah. excellent. I like that whole part when he was like, uh, "Who's the f- most famous uh, ballet dancer, or whatever?" And he does the whole fucking. He does the high, and he goes, "Wait, he would be Russian." <laughs> yeah, does, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just all the yeah. the work of like that Im- like masterful improv mind. And yeah, right. Mind yeah, like going uh, for it. But yeah, uh, but yeah. So I mean, I, I think that's pretty much all. That's all I got here. Yeah. Other than just like, you know, just other things that about the times. Like, imagine thinking that talkies weren't going to last. I mean, you know, what I mean? Like, you know, everybody, everybody hates change, especially when that's yeah. what he knows. And you know, part of it is, you know, there's oh. a lot of there's a lot of like conjecture or whatever that's like, oh, so many uh, silent film stars didn't make the transition because their voices weren't right. Oh, whatever. right. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe, but it's also because it's a totally different style of acting. Yeah. You know, right. like it's a totally different method, even though, you know, early, early talking film was a lot of like plays that were just shot. Yeah. You right. know, like, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like a vaudeville production, like a vaudeville sketch or any of that kind of like slapstick stuff isn't the same as a play. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the 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 acting style is different. Just yeah. like when when plays started or when when films started, they got a bunch of you know stage actors to be the thing, and it was like they were too big for yeah. film. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, there was one thing that did confuse me though that I didn't quite get uh, clarity on there. Uh, what was that whole deal with that one scene where they show up at a party and they see Doug, uh, you know Kevin Klein. Um, and they were like, they hinted at him being sick or something, but they never really fucking said what it was, but they were like, Oh, does he? And he was like, yes. And then they're like, Oh, he looks terrible or yeah. whatever. What the well, he fuck was, he was that? Cancer. He was dying, but he didn't even die no, of cancer. He died, he died of a heart attack. attack. I mean, maybe he's just, well, he, I think they were hinting at like alcoholism or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I was just wondering um, if, you, I, I if you knew really, anything about that. Um, I don't really remember. Hold on. I'll pull that real quick. You know, um, it's a child actress. Let's see what it says here. Uh, I think it was go like, on to your go on to your next note, and let me see if I can. Find um, it. well, that's pretty much it. Oh, I did have, I did have this note. I was like, I personally, uh, I also don't like talkies. I find them to have too much flavoring, especially the blue ones. <laughs> I had that note. Talkies, you know, talkies. Yeah. talkies. I get it. Okay. So there's that. 
Uh, and hopefully that bought you enough time to find out. Hey, you know what? We don't need any answers. Listen, I, you know, people come to this uh, podcast to get information. You don't want to have information ready for them. I can't do anything about yeah. that. But, well, uh, I do know that, you know, you know uh, Chaplin worked with him in, he was part of United Artists. Uh, come on, Chaplin. As well as like Orson Welles and a bunch of other artists yeah. who started their own studio and eventually uh, got bought by one of the other studios. It's not around anymore. Um, but yeah, they worked together until his death and uh, he died way before Chaplin did. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I caught that. Yeah. I did catch that. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's about all I have. I mean, what 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 do we think of uh, how RDJ did? I mean, I think he's phenomenal, phenomenal in it. I think he's great too. I think uh, yeah. I think it's you know it's it's something that uh, when we get to the reboot recast here in a minute, I don't feel like this movie is untouchable. You okay. know, and I feel like there's a an equal, if not better, story to tell. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if. Uh, you know the the hard thing is talking about somebody that marries children. Yeah. You know, granted, they're not children, children, but like sixteen is yeah, a, child. That's a child. Like it's it's a fucking especially child. when you're twenty eight. Yeah. I mean thirty five. Yeah. It's forty six. Fucking weird. Yeah. And uh, not okay. No. Um. Even if it was okay back then, you know. Yeah, it should have been understood so that it wasn't. It's it would be hard to to make a film without broaching that, and then you know having him still be the sympathetic character or whatever. Right. You know, but I think that there's something to be done. I, I I could see it being done. Like, well, it's not, it's not right or wrong. It we're not commenting on if it's right or wrong. We're commenting on that it is. You know, and that's kind of what this movie does. Yeah, it comes that, from that's his exactly what it, his perspective, the, and he talks about the love and right, the loss. Right. Unfortunately, yeah, very unfortunate. Uh, yeah. You well, know, and you know, part of like why all his part of his in, the story of his life marrying kids. That and not he isn't that so yeah. like it's never gonna work. Yeah, right. You know, so yeah, grow up yourself. Yeah, maybe. But that that was also a a cool thing though, where he was like, uh, "Were you ever, you know, afraid that you were gonna get the madness too?" Because apparently, around yeah. his family, or whatever. yeah. I guess he didn't. But you know. have you seen that um, presentation, uh, the real life thing for the Oscars thing yeah. when he was really old? Yeah. Yeah, he actually walked out himself. He didn't get oh. yeah, wheeled out. Did he do any pratfalls or no. whatever? No, he was very old. <laughs> I mean, he died like six years. Just I think he died six years later. Flipping out of the wheelchair. But yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so it was great. Uh, this, what, give me give me the Oscar juice. Yeah, so we, we talked juice. about this one um, a few weeks ago with my cousin Vinny, because it was the same year. Holy shit. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's what made us decide to do it, in fact. That's right. So uh, the uh, nominations that this film received from the Academy Awards were Best Actor, Best Art Direction, and Best Score. It did not win any of them. Um, the Best Actor... I didn't actor, get best, best Film? No, it didn't even get nominated for it. Whoa. Uh, that was Crying Game, Few Good Men, Howard's End, Scent of a Woman, and Unforgiven is the winner. Uh, oh, yeah. the Clint Eastwood. Yeah, there's um, a lot of those we need Al, to do. This is the actually. this is the year that uh, everybody like they gave the Oscar to Al Pacino. Yeah, right. Because it's Al Pacino, and yeah. in that terrible, much like how they did for yeah. the Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, and it fucked everything up for Al Pacino from there right. on out. Um, but yeah, I out of these, um. I mean, Mal uh, Denzel Washington, Malcolm X, uh, Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood. 
Stephen Ray and the Crying Game, uh, which is the biggest and most critically lauded like first ever acting appearance. He was a model and he was cast in that part in the crying game and got the best actor nomination yeah uh decided never to do movies again because he hated it but uh wolfgang peterson said uh i need you to play Ra. the part only works if it's you you're perfect for it um raw from the movie stargate really and it was him it was him and he said uh i'll just give him a number that they won't they won't accept and they gave he said pay me a million dollars and i'll do it Whoa. And they said absolutely, and he's like, "Fuck, yeah, so he, he, he did it." He's never, he, he didn't, he wow. never acted again after that. Wow, cool. But um, yeah, those are um, those are that's a pretty stacked. I mean, Son of a Woman is literally the 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 least impressive uh, of all of those. those. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I think that uh, you take that out of there and you really go pound for pound. It could win. That's a good. I mean, that's a great performance. That See, Chaplin I still have, I still haven't seen Crying Game. Haven't seen Malcolm X. These are all movies we need to do. By the way, yeah, these are all on the list. So keep be on the lookout for those. We will get to those. I haven't seen a few good men. Did Nicholson? Nicholson wasn't on there, right? As uh, or Cruz even has Cruz ever been nominated for an Oscar? Um, I oh. don't think so. I don't remember. Wait, maybe supporting acting for Magnolia. Magnolia, maybe. No, he was he was nominated for uh, Jerry Maguire, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. right. I think so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. A uh, few good men did not get any uh, leads because it is more of an ensemble. But Nicholson got nominated for uh, best supporting. Supporting. Oh, yeah. Which uh, there's a great story on that is that his like big scene, the big famous scene that he has of that. Yeah. He went 110 percent every single take and for everyone else's coverage to the point that the director went up to him and was like jack Whoa. like yeah you can like this is demi moore's like coverage where she's just kind of like nodding like yeah, whatever, yeah, like, yeah you don't have to you don't have to go to her and think of, hey man i love acting that was his response that's what he said that's his response that's hilarious. this is why i do it you know so that's hilarious. not a great uh impression there <laughs> That was. I thought. I thought he had Jack had just joined I, uh, us for a I second. Was, that actually. was actually my impression of. Uh, wow, lost the name. Uh, <laughs> Tom the, Cruise. No, the guy that sounds just like he's doing a bad Jack, Jack Nicholson. Oh man, I can't even think. There, there's a lot of people. Oh, uh, interview with a vampire. He's the one who's doing. Which we are going to be doing. Yeah, soon. Soon. God, why can't I think of it? I keep totally lost one? it. No. Um, Brad Pitt? No, not the one. Tom Cruise. God, why can't I fucking pull his name now that I'm? Is he a famous dude? Yes. (laughs) I love Uh, how much this is uh, actually frustrating you too. I hate it when I like can't think of it, and then it's like on my Christian Slater. God. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he. Yeah, that's right. He always sounds like Jack Nicholson or doing a bad Jack Nicholson. That was a good Slater though. Yeah, it was not bad. Uh, Anyway, bad uh, Jack means good Slater. That is uh, this film in a nutshell. So that brings us to the numbers. Numbers. All right. So uh, Chaplin opened, as I said, uh, like the big box office opening was on January 8th of 1993. Okay. Let's see here. Budget estimated at $31 million. Okay. What was its opening weekend? Oh, this opening weekend number is actually from uh, December 27th. 
Oh, okay. So this would be a limited release opening weekend. Oh, okay. I can give you the... Uh, okay, yeah. And then I have the the uh, wide release week as well. So if you want to just take a stab at the limited release. Um, 1.6 million. 84,000. Whoa. It was a limited release. Very limited. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's a domestic uh, uh, opening weekend. I don't in a thousand sixty six theaters. I don't seem to remember this doing like you know setting any records in the box office per se. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go low here and I'm going to say opening weekend it pulled in six point seven million. It was three million two hundred sixty three. Even, even but I was on the right track. You were on the right track. So okay. uh, what was its full on domestic gross? I only have that. I don't have the worldwide there. Okay, I'm going to say. I think maybe it did not make its money back. I'm going 15.6 million. 15.6 million. And you are way off with 9.4. That's how much it made? 9.4 That's million. That's it? Yeah. Damn. This is a bomb. Yeah. This movie um, fucking sucks. It was made to get Oscars. And yeah. It kind of kind of didn't. Yeah. And it didn't even do that. Yeah. Um, Fuck this movie. <laughs> Fuck this movie. So uh, failure. Yeah. The opening, the eighty-four thousand though, was only in five theaters. That's, I mean, so, listen, that's a pretty good a, per screen average. That's good juice. It stayed out in theaters for three hundred seventy-two days. But they were, oh wow, damn, damn. ninety-two. Yeah, fifty-three weeks on the wow. big screen. Yeah, remember when you used, you used to have to wait two years for that shit to come out on <laughs> yeah. home video? It took forever. It's ridiculous. Now it's 45 days. Fucking straight up. That's the way it should be. Okay? As it should be. I'm exactly. tired of I'm tired of the bullshit. You know? Yeah. Tell them. Tired of the bullshit. Tell them, Chase. I'm not going to go see your shitty cinematography <laughs> on the big screen. I can watch it just fine on mine. There you go. You know, you make some good shit, I'll go see it. Okay. But if you ain't making the good shit. Damn. I'm going to keep this shit. They, they, okay. Here. Okay. You, right. you didn't have to go that hard on them, but you did. No, it's like it's like heroin. I've gotten the hit. All right? yeah. I need more. Yeah, It's all about quantity over quality at this point. Is that right? Yeah, I don't need to go see your bullshit heroin on the big screen <laughs> when I can get enough of the bullshit heroin here at home yeah. for cheaper, yeah. faster, and more plentiful. There you go. That's how heroin works. That's how, that's this has what been I've Heroin heard. Corner with Chase <laughs> Austin. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with it. You almost, uh, yeah, you almost no. outed yourself there. I did. Um, I caught that. Uh, all right. So uh, the uh, so that was the all of that opening weekend. The rest of the things in the box office. A lot of things we've already talked about. Yeah. So um, this being the uh, first week, it's in release. It's wide release. Let me see what else came out this week. Uh, Leprechaun came out this week. Whoa. That uh, debuted at eight. And then everything else in here has been out. Okay. Um, You know, so it's either. So everything in the top 10 has been out, you know, because this is a big dump week. Yeah, right. Right. So technically, you know, Chaplin's not dumped in this thing. It came out before. Yeah, sure. For that stuff. So you're you're seeing a lot of hangovers of the Christmas and, and, uh, award season gotcha so uh some of which we have talked about are still in there so okay at number one in its fifth week of release it was on it was in number two last it came it popped back up so number five 
Wait, number five? I mean, number one in, <laughs> in its fifth week. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Was uh, what? Um, Wayne's World. Nope. It's one that we already talked about. During this episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, A Few Good Men. It is A Few Good oh! Men. Then, in its ninth ninth week of release, a Walt Disney film. Ninth week? Beauty and the Beast. No. That's a good guess, though, it's huh? before... No, it's, uh, it's a year... Beauty and the Beast was 94. 93, I thought. I think it's 94. This Whatever, is dude. Um, or maybe Beauty and the Beast is 93, and this is... But yeah, this is 92. A, a 92 yeah. release, yeah. Because they would do like one a year. Yeah, right. I remember. Yeah. Aladdin? It is Aladdin. Nice! All right. Uh, number three. I mean, yeah, number three in its third week. Again, uh, one of the ones that we've already talked about. Today? Yes. Um... Sin of a Woman. It is Sin of a Woman. Oh, man, I'm on a fucking roll, dude. Number four, a movie that we have covered on this podcast before, starring a brick. A brick? A brick with a hat on, but in this movie, he doesn't have a hat on. Steve Carell? No, I'm just kidding. Um... Because he played brick in Anchor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is, this is so. This is someone that you are known for calling a brick. Yeah, because that's what you're saying. Okay, it's Mister Brick. It's Brick with a hat on. I don't. I don't get it. Man. Kevin Costner. Oh, you do call him a brick. Yeah, because he's terrible. That's right. Yep. Okay. Uh, so then, ooh, dances with wolves. Nope. Post up postman. Nope. That's way later. Is it really? Yeah. Um, and dances with wolves. I think is ninety. Three or ninety four. Shit, I don't know. Uh, um, we've done it on the podcast. Field of Dreams. No. Untouchables. No. Damn. What the hell? <laughs> the Bodyguard. We have not done that on. We the haven't podcast. done that on the no, podcast. I, would I thought remember we did that. it on the podcast. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I guess I remembered that. Oh, yeah. I guess I just watched it with with Carrie at one point. Oh. But it, we'll uh, cover yeah, it. We will. We will it. do it. All right. Uh, number five is a Mel Gibson movie. I don't think you know. Lethal Weapon. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, this is one that you don't know. It's called Forever Young. Nope. But yeah. that's what I want to be. All right. Number three is a. I mean, number six is a big hit. Uh, not as big as the original. This is a sequel. Huge, Holly, uh, uh, Hollywood, a holiday film. Both uh, the original and the sequel are like. Christmas movie. Home Alone. Two. Lost in New York. Got it. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Oh, man. I'm nailing <laughs> it's eighth it. Eighth week, it made 4.4 million, which added to its 151 million. Is that uh, all that gross. movie made? I, th- I would have well, figured it. That's a huge amount. That is, but for, for back then, then yeah. Although true. the, the first Home Alone made like 100 million in the first weekend. It was a yeah. blowout but hit. Holy Culkin was a fucking yeah. star. Then uh, Chaplin comes in at number seven. Really? Number seven that week. Okay. Yeah. After uh, uh Chaplin's eighth. Yeah. <laughs> uh as they said, number eight was Leprechaun. Yeah. Number six, I mean number nine is a another um Jack Nicholson film that we have mentioned on the podcast only because it's the same character that is played by another actor that we've mentioned on this podcast. Oh, Batman. No. The Joker. No. <laughs> what the f- What okay then? <laughs> Uh, Al Pacino also played this character many, 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 many uh, years later that we've covered on this podcast. This movie we haven't. The Al Pacino one we have. It's the main character? 
the name of this film is the main character, is the character that both Jack Nicholson played in this film and the character that Al Pacino played in a Martin Scorsese-directed film. That one is not named after... Oh, so Jimmy Hoffa, but yes. what's the name of the movie? Hoffa. Oh, okay. What, Jack Nicholson played... Yep. Was that movie any good? Um, I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh, well, yeah. maybe we can cover it. Then we got one called The Distinguished Gentleman, rounding out number 10. That is a Walt Disney picture. Don't know it. Never fucking heard of it. Can't wait yeah. to cover it. Uh, let's see here. Crying Games is still up there, and uh, Lorenzo's Oil is down at number 19. Those are all the ones I know. Um, toys. The the real big uh, uh, Robin Williams bomb. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. The rest of these I don't know. Leap of Faith. Huh. Yeah. Oh, A River Runs Through It. I know that one. I've heard of that. Yeah. All right. So that wraps that up. So it gives us time for a couple last segments, the first of which being your full-on rating. Okay. Um. All right. Well. As we've discussed, and I think I, I bummed you out a little bit by saying that it had, certain things you liked I thought were flaws, and I saw you got pretty upset. Uh, I think it killed your energy for the rest of the show, and I'm sorry, but listen. Things I'm here, happen. I'm here to give the truth, okay? I'm here to give my real takes. We don't do any of that fake shit like the other reactors out there on YouTube, okay? We do the real... I give you the real shit. Yeah. But anyway... Although um, we could like do with some fake reactions and getting some views on some TikToks. We might want to do that. I like making money. <sighs> It would be money. nice to make some money. money. I lock money. I lock money. Remember that idiocracy? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so many things you can't quote out of that movie <laughs> that I want. Yeah. Like, uh, I love Mike Judge. But anyway, um, I give this movie. Now, I, I think you're going to be uh, uh, happy with this rating because even though I said it has flaws, I still quite enjoyed it, you know, overall. Okay. okay. So out of um, ten, uh, um, uh, boobs, half, half nipples, yeah, yeah. half show nipples. I think I've done that before, though. So let's. Well, no, like, you haven't done the half show nipple. Wait, out of ten fake mustaches, out okay. of two, what does he call the boobs again? Oh, oh yeah, yeah that's what. Uh, that's the one. That's the one. All right, yeah. there we go. Let's see teamwork. Teamwork yeah. uh, makes the dream work here. Out of 10 upper regional domes immensely expansive, <laughs> I give I give this movie seven and a half upper regional domes immensely expansive. That's fair. I think that's a, a fair for yeah. what it's, it's about right where you not, would put it. Yeah, not necessarily yeah. my favorite ever, but I mean, I'd watch I it say, again. I liked it. it. Yeah, rewatching it now, I did not love it as much as I did before. Right. Uh, I think maybe if I paid a little because more because of all the very the points ring. that I made, but you know. But yeah, it's it's it hasn't aged as well as I thought it did. <laughs> I guess you know sure, what I mean? yeah. Um, but uh, it's still great. I think the performances are fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's it's well put together. It uh, is interesting and like you know it. it th I think with a biopic these days, I would like to see more. You know, go deeper. You know what I mean. Mm. Even if it's yeah, if it's yeah. more of this, this this movie's version of deeper. I would see it. There was a four hour cut, oh. like the original cut. Which when wow. they say that, that's like that's like a rough cut. That's like they just put everything in. Yeah, you know? right. Like it was never going to be released as a four hour cut. It's not yeah, like, release the Attenborough cut. Yeah, right. Let's do yeah. it. Let's spread the hashtag. <laughs> hashtag release, release the, the Attenborough, Attenborough cut. cut. 
Yeah, don't forget and just, that. And like, like, just flame uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. So he has no <laughs> control of. Just, just flame his account with it. Release Let's the Attenborough cut. Let's do it. Um, although I would watch, I would watch a four and a half hour version of this. Like, sure, I would. You too. know, I mean, if you put a four and a half hour Charlie Chaplin miniseries on TV, I would yeah. watch it in one night. I'd watch that shit. I could easily watch a four and a half hour version of this. I'd movie. watch a Ken Burns documentary on Charlie Chaplin. Oh, I would definitely. 100%. In fact, I've watched several Charlie Chaplin docs, but like I mean, Ken Burns do one bi- biopics. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, it's not boring enough. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, oh, that man is a master of boring and in a but, good, in the, like, best, in the way. best way. Yeah. yeah, it's like God, this is boring. It's, it's but so I'm boring, riveted. but it's so great. I'm so riveted. Yeah, this is giving me every yeah. bit of information Dude, I could ever it's want. So good. I love Ken. Yeah, Burns. I would love to see him do a uh, like a history of film documentaries. Yeah. Way. Oh like, yeah. Just like forty. Oh, you know that'll be a doozy. Forty-eight hours. Oh yeah. Like and it gets it gets you to the talkies. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just the silent just era. That part, yeah. Uh, which is yeah. like phenomenal. There's so yeah. much stuff in there that is like lost. Oh that, yeah, and that, that we're we're still currently discovering, and um, it's it's fascinating. Like, yeah, uh, look into you know, Alan, Alice Guy Blanche, she's the first like female director. Okay. Um. Yeah. Sounds there's, French. There's a bunch of great things. Uh. Yeah. They were all French, even when they came gotcha. over here. Uh. And a lot of directors. Of film. Wait, did you the, say they were all French even when they came yeah, over here? Yeah, even when they came over here, they were still French. But, like, they came over here. Uh, the other thing is that, you know, when uh, the Nazis were really fucking around in Germany. Yeah. Um, the, Which there was the a bit Jewish, of that in this movie. Yeah, the Jewish uh, actors, I mean, the Jewish directors and stuff, they, they were like, well, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So they basically did one of two things. They went to America or they went to Russia. And the ones that went to America... Started making a lot more films in Russia because Russia <laughs> yeah. didn't do so well. Yeah, uh, especially after that that first uh, World War, and then into yeah. So anyway, could you imagine being like, hmm, America or Russia? I know. <laughs> like, what are you? <laughs> but you know, in their defense, they spoke. They like yeah. That, Fair. That was well, you yeah. know. So when they get here, it was starting all. Not that it wasn't starting all over in Russia, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh. the ones that the ones that came to America became a lot so more close. successful. So close, yeah. Hey, it's a flip, flip of the yeah. old rupee yeah. or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, um, look into film history, guys. It's fascinating. Do it. Yeah, I love it. So uh, that wraps it up here. Oh no, it doesn't. No. Let's reboot, recast. I mean, honestly, reboot, recast. Like just the the supporting cast, like everybody besides the the Charlie Chaplin, like just like just what know, is spin, that? that's me spinning that? the wheel, spinning the wheel of famous character actors. Get that like, drop. This movie would would have so many. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It would have that could be anybody. It could be anybody, and sure. like all sorts of people would fit in. The, the ones so who want to do it. Yeah, we just want to get Chaplin here. Yeah, so you got to get Chaplin, and I have okay. a Chef's Kiss. One, okay, and I'm you've already you go first. Spoiler alert! You've already told me before we started recording this. I'm letting the gappers in on this. You've already told me that it is in fact not Timothy Chalamet. It is fucking not Timothy Chalamet. Okay. So okay, I'm. I'll be interested to hear what what's this so perfect. I'm gonna get yours first. Oh man, um, dude. I mean, shoot. I mean, what what age does he have to be? You know. Um. I mean, 
you know, that's like, what I was, was also thinking. How old was Downey when I feel this? like, oh, God, Downey. Was he in his 20s still? I could tell you. He must have been, right? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure he was like. 28 or some shit like that? Yeah. Um, He was born in 65, so. 65 to 92 is 27. He was 27 in the 27 Club. Okay, so. um, Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. That's tough because I mean I don't you know we don't know young actors we don't pay attention to that crap nope uh we know the classics you know so that's tough um I don't know I'm just gonna go with uh just to throw a name out there I'm gonna say uh. Um, what's Denzel Washington's kid's name? <laughs> okay, no, okay, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna save you here okay. because I have it. All right, all right. British. Okay. Established. Uh, oh, we can see no, the comedy. I we can know see who the, it is. The, 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 the strong. I know uh, Acting this. chops, and I know that it's gonna be like okay, kind of a joke, but really think about it. I know and it works. It's uh, it's uh, Daniel Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. I mean, tell me that doesn't work. It works. It and works. and we've just small. Just last week, we covered a movie in which he wears a mustache and pulls it off. Yeah. So and he's like, already got that covered. He's also, he's also small in stature, yep. right? Which uh, and he's you know, you could put makeup on that face. That's good. I am ashamed that I didn't smaller, think of yeah. that. That's and he good. looks he lo- he can both look young and older because he is <clears> like you know in his thirties. But like right. he could easily have a boyish face still. He kind of absolutely does. yeah. And uh, and like he's very thin, so like you can put some prosthetics on him and build out his old age without it being yeah. crazy or, um, or or you fucking like tip of the cap and put Robert Downey Jr. as like the old Charlie Chaplin and still with some makeup there on it. There you go. See, you now know? you're talking. Yeah. Now uh, you're talking. But I think uh, I think that that's like a fucking I think you crushed on. it, man. I think I, I think, think you went on dead there. on. Denzel Washington's kid I think maybe would be good but not quite as good as uh Daniel Radcliffe. In now, this case. I think the uh, the difficulty in this is the child brides. Um, I think one way to do it is sort of be suggestive, sort of like they were in this movie where Moira Kelly played his first love and, and Listen, his last. We're just recasting. We're not rewriting. I know, but I'm just saying, if we cast all of his child brides mm-hmm. as the age appropriate, Haley, Haley Joel, Joel Osment now. Nom in space. for listening to The Movie Gap on the Cross the Streams Media Network.